Hello and welcome to the pilot episode of Check the Tape podcast. Um, my name's Daryl. You know, you all know me from the Pretty Bubbles podcast. If you followed from there, and Matt and Jamie, how are we doing, boys? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's Friday. Um, I would say it's sunny, but it's not. It's been raining nonstop pretty much all week. But, I've yeah. got some sun here in Stanford, but it's, it's definitely dark as well at the same time. Wouldn't know it's first of April tomorrow. With any with any luck, football will be off on Sunday. I've got something it won't be because I've not played on it for a couple of weeks. So it's in the round tomorrow either now, I don't think. So well, that's my weekend ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till West Ham on Sunday at yeah. four. <laughs> the only good thing, the only that West Ham will miss we'll probably miss about half hour of it where we've got such a late kickoff, which is also dreadful. Half hour kickoff in men's football is just horrific. Um but yeah, protest. anyway, give them the points. We should protest. Take a stand. <laughs> anyway, we are we we have changed from the Pretty Bubbles podcast. Just if anyone see our uh, social media statuses, which I will pass to Matt later on for handles, um, see if he can get them right. Um, we just didn't really have the time to sort of get on. Pretty much from now, two podcasts a week with West Ham being in Europe, um, families, lives, jobs, um, just one of those things. So we've decided to change what we were doing uh we still wanted to pod, pod so we, we're going to go to a new one we are going to have another get another sort of host with us as well uh ryan brew when he's around um but the whole aim of this is to talk about previous sporting moments and sporting history that has occurred and we've sort of not 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 even just the stuff that we've been around to see but just bits from history that we've that we want to talk about so we'll range from pretty much everything um to football to wrestling as matt and brew are very big fans of wrestling and, <laughs> and me and you will just shut up and not talk yeah so we will that's the dream jamie not talking <laughs> we'll range from everything from documentaries and stuff like that to like previous ashes when things are coming around so that is sort of the whole aim of this and just to enjoy it and not be sort of weekly we would sort of talk about doing it every two weeks so that that's the plan um Today's episode, we're just going to talk about sort of favourite sporting moments from our time that we've sort of witnessed. Um, who wants to start? Anyone got something that they want to sort of talk about? Is it the easiest point to start about is a sport, that one sport we all enjoy in terms of cricket, and I think a moment where we're all there together. Yeah. Ben Stokes in Inns at Headingley on Ashes Sunday uh, when we were playing Super Sixes. You could just talk about that whole summer as a whole, can't you, as a cricket fan? Mm. Um, Being from Essex as well, seeing them win the, uh, the T20 Blast and County Championship. Yeah, that that the, the Stokes innings in, in the Ashes, just a shame that it wasn't a winning Ashes. That's probably the only downer on the summer. And obviously, Stokes' innings um, in the World Cup, to win the World Cup for, for England as well. Just a, just a pretty massive summer, especially for us as... As lads as well it was just sort of before that point i think you'd have you'd obviously had your own house by then i was living with my girlfriend at the time now kids and stuff what a what a summer it was to have just enjoying it at the time yeah it wasn't mental summer uh I, I in terms of that stokes innings both of them really i've never been so nervous during both um some incredible moments from the Gary dropping the ball to the LBW that's shooting out. Just 
I will maintain until my dying out. day that was not out. Yeah, I... that was sliding DRS. Like, Hawkeye got that wrong because there was two points of contact. That was not out. Because obviously during COVID they did all the old like got Stokes and that to talk about the innings, and he said the exact same thing. Uh, the DRS I think sees it hits the first pad and the second, so it thinks it's straightening. But in reality, it's sliding by miles. Yeah. It's not often Joel Wilson is right, but it felt like he was right there. <laughs> I think the the innings, the World Cup innings, was a lot more nervous than the lot more nerve wracking than the Ashes one because we that Ashes one we were in a point of a situation where we shouldn't have won the game. Yeah, right. So it was a, it was just a freebie, and that day is a day that I'll we'll never forget. So as, as Jamie said, we 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 all play for Stanford Cricket Club, um, and we do a, a club club event every year super sixes and the event stopped and i've never seen the club obviously i've seen the club busy but never as busy as a whole lot of people watching two tvs and being so invested in something um it was heaving in there it was and then then to go back out and finish our club event in the dark um obviously playing cricket is hard enough anyway but let alone when it's black outside and you're pissed and you're pissed. <laughs> yeah, I was, was in that final, fielding in the dark. Yeah, it was and a very. I couldn't day. see a thing. Great day. Um, but probably for me and you, Matt, as as cricket fans, because Jamie, you're obviously a bit younger than we are. He's a baby. The, the, the next baby. big, the, the big, big cricket thing, especially for me, was Ashes 05. Um, for me, that was so. I was that summer. I turned 13, so I was. I was playing cricket. I was into cricket, but that was the first summer that really got me into watching cricket, especially mm. test cricket. Um, it was just epic. Everything about that summer, starting with the opening test, going as badly as it always does for us at Lords. Um, but just everything about that summer. Then you like the McGrath injury, rolling his foot over the ball in the warm up, um, like Strauss's catch at slip. Yeah. Flint off just being flint off. KP really announcing his like arrival to the test stage. It was just magic. That was the summer I left school. Um and it worked out perfectly. We got sort of dumped out of school. Um because we were <laughs> we were a bit of a bad year. Um and they weren't gonna let us have much study leave, but we actually we caused carnage. Um there was a house that sound like ne- you there was a house next to our school with a swimming pool. And pretty much half our year ended up in the swimming pool at lunchtime and then covered the school in flour so um oh we got God. we got voted out the week before sort of the ashes started and then it finished the day before we started college so for a summer um it was just and that was the birth of garden cricket in my garden at my mum and dad's as well um just just an incredible summer that we had and as you said everything obviously i'm the oldest of the three and knowing I was a little bit more into it, watching it by then. But again, that cemented Test cricket for what it is for me now. Um, we, we as free cricket fans don't miss a lot of England Tests at any point, um, even the the stupid stupid o'clock ones in Australia. So that was that was a really big thing. Um, any more? I was stuff? seven, and I don't remember any of it. Yeah, the... you, you missed out. Um, I guess like oh nine was good. Um, I know it was good because of there was just moments, and I think that's the same as fifteen. Fifteen with the broad ninth broad, broad, uh, broad innings. Yeah, my first that was, was just moments, but that O five Ashes, the whole Ashes is just incredible. 
my first iconic Ashes moment is an Aussie moment was the Boxing Day Test match in 2006 when Warren got his 700 wicket. I was there. I, that's the iconic moment for me that I'll always remember. And I know it sounds stupid to know not an Australian moment, but I remember seeing the stadium, like MCG, the cricket fans all know how big that is and how many people will attend. When it, when he got Strauss out for the 700, it felt like about a court the stadium just left. Yeah. Because he'd done it, and it was like, that's it, I've seen that moment, I'll, I'll move on. So that will always be my first big test match memory. But, yeah, like in terms of best English, I think I remember the one down under when Chris Tremlett just went mental. Uh, yep. That, cook, and, cook and broad, uh, not cook, yeah. cook and trot, just mm, runs for fun. Up runs for fun. We, um, what's that, 2011? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I was, I just turned 21. And it was a lot of pissed up nights, and then coming home watching the cricket. Um, you were you what eighteen, Matt? Yeah, so that was bang on for me. Yeah, I remember lot, round mashers one night, a yeah, whole good, night watching it. Good cricket lads watching watching a lot of cricket together. Very pissed. Great time. Great time. Um, let's move on to football. Um, just things obviously we're all West Ham fans. There's not a lot of good memories for us as West Ham. <laughs> um, but um I think one that we can we can all discuss uh, um, I think well we're I, I believe we we're all there was the playoff final. Um was you not there? Oh, Jamie? Jamie? Nah, wasn't there. What year was that? Twenty twelve. I actually um, played my first adult cricket game that day. Yeah. Did you get did you get pumped all around the ground? <laughs> and get no, dark. No. <laughs> Rocks up with eight players. It was that fucking ropey. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, that's probably a day. I've had a lot of great days at Upton Park and I've been to Wembley. I've been to the Millennium Stadium. But that day, especially for me and you, Matt, was one hell of a day. Like, yeah, I mean, to go up there early doors, ended up in a pub full of Blackpool fans. Yeah, we, we got off at the wrong... So we got off at the wrong station. We just got off at the station thinking, oh, yeah, it'd be quiet around here. But it was the Blackpool side of town. So we were in a pub. I think there was probably about 10 West Ham fans in this pub altogether with just Blackpool. But they were, they were excellent. Yeah, everyone had a good time. Everyone got along. And then, obviously, the... Well, I missed um, the Blackpool goal because that was very early in the uh, second the half. yeah. And I'd walked all the way round to meet, I think, is it Phil Anderson? No, not Phil Anderson, Jeff Gaylor. Uh, I think we met for a beer at half yeah, time. that's right. And I heard a cheer as I was walking back to my seat. And I was like, oh, no. So I missed the equaliser. And then the Vazte, mm. like that, just such an epic moment. And then we had a good night as well. Yeah, that Vazte moment, it caused carnage. We're just all West Ham fans. And then... You don't you don't get it often now where you get the playoff final and then the Champions League final on the same day. And we went back into Liverpool Street and it was Chelsea, Munich. Um we were in a pub. Well, was here, he would have a lot to say about that game. He, he, yeah, we were we were in a pub with a full lot of Germans as well. Yeah, we I don't know how we did it twice in the same yeah, we day. We, ended up. we were with away fans and we were in this pub and it was it wasn't just me and Matt this time, it was my dad, my dad's mate Gary and stuff like that. And we had we had the best night. Like it was, it was carnage. And on the on the train, I'm singing <laughs> celery all the way home. That day just sticks out. That's one. That's one day. And we'll we'll probably talk about that day more in depth with an episode, especially if we start talking about West Ham at some point. Which 
Um, I'm quite glad we don't do bubbles anymore because they're making me quite depressed at the moment. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's some. Oh, the arguments you about. two could have. Pardon? The arguments you two could have. Oh, if no. we were still doing Best that. manager in West Ham's history. Yeah, that's not. Um, <laughs> um, any, obviously, there's loads of sporting moments that we've all probably again seen. I can think of one that you two specifically might like to discuss. Go on. That fateful night, 27. Oh, fuck no. off. <laughs> <laughs> it's I finally would, clicked with him. I'll be honest, that's the reason I support them. It weren't like I supported them before. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I know where we are now. We've gone on to the other football. Yeah. Um, again, that as another. Yeah. Oh, no. Daryl's dead. Yeah, Just I as guess. we were going to start talking about it. Yeah, when he was going to be ultra positive, like I'll be honest, that's the reason I decided I got into NFL. I was a bit into it by that point, but not regular. It weren't like I'd watch it every Sunday. And I remember, I think I started my job in like a week, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to watch it. Let's see what it's like." And I remember going to bed at our time with being 21 three Atlanta, thinking that's decent. I don't really care. Uh, woke up next morning, obviously checked the score and saw what happened. And I went, yeah, um, I support West Ham. You said team letting me down. I've been Atlanta. I'll support them. Obviously, <laughs> everyone now goes, oh, you're shit. And I'm like, no, that's kind of the reason I picked them. I can. Im- I remember you two were up London, weren't you, that night? Yeah. And, yeah, I can imagine it was messy, especially for him, probably getting mental because New England turn over the biggest uh, biggest score definitely in Super Bowl history. Yeah, it was. And the annoying thing is there was like Daryl and maybe like one other Pats fan in there. Mm. Um, and at halftime, everyone was loving it. Just obviously ripping into him. The beers were flowing. And then him and this other random guy, just as the night went on, getting more and more... You know what Pats fans are like. They're the team to hate, though. They're a bit like the Manchester United of football. Like they anyone are, who yeah. doesn't like American football. If there's a game on and it's Man U beat someone, you're typically going to support the other because you just don't like them. And there's a team like that in most sports. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is and that is a team that, for a long period of time, have been successful. Like United were for a long period of time, they were successful. Yeah. The Pats successful. That in baseball, the Yankees successful sides become become hated um, hate, yeah pretty much yeah but um yeah sorry about that my, my computer decided to switch off so um i missed a lot of that chat which james is probably quite happy about but yeah that was a that was a brilliant night um brilliant morning really we we're out we got the first train back home from london so yeah um, afterwards and, yeah uh, yeah i was gonna and then someone else sharing a bottle of wine over breakfast <laughs> jesus christ yeah mental I was going to talk quickly more about the other football, uh, our football. Um, a couple of memories that stand out in really my mind is the Liverpool final. Um, yeah. Do we have to talk Liverpool, about this one? Liverpool AC Milan. No, not West Ham. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. that one. That that one. We're not going to talk about that because that make me cry. Um, Liverpool yeah. AC Milan in the Champions League um, stands out as a something that is an unbelievable memory to watch. The Beckham free kick against Greece. Again, the unbelievable moment. Beckham sending off, which probably used to have both too young for 98. 
No, like, that was my first World Cup, really. Yeah. Like I was young, but I was yeah. following it. 06 is my first one, watching us miss the penalties against Portugal. Yeah. Off. I think that, was, that was the perfect introduction to England in tournaments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk. We'll do a little series on England in tournaments because there's been some, even though there's been some heartbreaks. There's been some good ones over our years as well, especially recently, um, mm. with another manager that we can't stand, um, another dinosaur. It always seems though to come down to penalties. Even this most recent World Cup, it came down to penalties. Yeah, like it, no, just... it weren't a shootout, but it was still penalties. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. The um, the, the Liverpool AC Milan one was like it was fantastic, but it it really hammered home to me. Like looking back now, how crap it was to have Champions League finals in midweek, um, like Tuesday or Wednesday nights or whatever yeah. it was. It's so much better now that it's on a Saturday night. Yeah. I never even comprehended that that was a thing. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday night, wasn't it? It was because for some reason, looking back on it now, I was out somewhere and I only caught probably from 40 minutes onwards in that first half and then I sort of left it on and then the second half is just and it's really sort of what Liverpool have been like in the Champions League for a long time they've done it at obviously Barcelona a couple of years ago things like that. It, it was just an incredible watch um, and there's been a, there's been a few a few good Champions League finals over the years that we've seen United Chelsea was a good one um, just for a neutral but I'm yeah. trying to remember. Like, I actually haven't got massive remembrance of many decent finals in my time. I actually thought last year's was decent. I know Liverpool threw it away, lost to Real Madrid, but yeah, I haven't. The Real Madrid one with Bale scoring, there are a couple of good ones. Um, I think this year, this year's got potential to be a really good end of end of the European season. Yeah, well, there's some good, there's some good teams around at the moment. So, um, any any other sports that any other sports memories that really stick out in your mind? Miracle at Medina. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The miracle at Medina. That was such a good day as well. Like me and you were watching it at the pub. Um, I love how that was like, alcohol <laughs> makes everything. Better. That was that was a Sunday. Well, obviously a Sunday single Sunday. We were still, we were playing football for the same side at the time. So it was Sunday beers, and we just stayed down there, and the pub. <laughs> The inn on the green stayed open for us. When him stayed open, they shut and just let us stay in there and watch the end. Right. It was, yeah, that was, that was, a, it, and you're right, all these things come back to us watching stuff and being pissed. The thing is, but the memories like, of everything that happens when it's not necessarily the thing that happens that you're watching, it's the company that you're with at the time, and that's what yeah. cements yeah. it. It's a bit like things like comedy. Like you go and watch a you watch a comedy show show at home on your own. It's funny, but you don't really laugh. When you're in a room with other people, that's when you laugh because you're all, it's the enjoyment of yeah. having it all together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, and that's something, especially. Obviously, me and me and you Matt, have watched a lot of sport together over our years as as being friends, and even even. Um, just normal football memories like last year in the in the pub watching watching us beat uh Seville um in the pub Yamalenko scoring like memories that stick out like that are just they, they seem to be the best memories. Yeah. And that's something that we're looking to do on, on this podcast is talk about talk about sporting moments and, and careers that just stand out. Like, I'm sure we'll talk the good thing is with all four of us, we all love a lot of sports. Yeah. Um and there's things that 
people are not so interested in like baseball, which we will talk about, and we will sort of learn a bit more on basketball and obviously wrestling as well. There's got to be a few wrestling moments to stick out to you, Matt. In general, it tends to be, again, it's the nights I've spent with mates watching it. So things like your Royal Rumbles and your WrestleManias, when you're up until like four or five in the morning um, and you're all just having a really good time. Um, the wrestling almost becomes secondary at times because you're just having yeah. such a good night. Um, but yeah, like they're the best things for me. Um, it's got to be interesting this year. Like we sat here on Friday tomorrow is wrestlemania like it's it's two nights now it's a saturday and a sunday so good luck to anyone that's Jeff, i think that's taken the the i know they were getting stupidly long the last one i watched on a sunday i was with Bean, um our friend sean and his and it was like six hours long which was incredible don't get me wrong but i think doing it over two nights takes away that the it's, it's not as special to me anymore it's it's twofold so they wrestlemania they want to get as many wrestlers on the card as they can because that's where the payday is um they it also it's more i think for people in the crowd that are there um so if you've got to get their ex like early enough obviously to get in get your seat there's normally like a, a pre-show which if you're watching it it's like two hours now the pre-show then you yeah. can have like a six hour main card it's like eight hours it's very full-on and also financially it makes sense they can sell out a stadium two days in a row that's double the money Twice. yeah 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 it makes sense but it does it does take it away from it a little but, bit it yeah. doesn't feel as special yeah. as it was no for sure um i'm actually this i've not been as big, a bigger fan in the last couple of years as what i was but i'm looking forward to seeing some of this week's stuff there seems to be some good some good stories on there at the moment big time. Um, big which is time. good which is good with how it was sort of a year a year ago. You, you look at it and it was it was pretty dreadful. So now the old man Vince has tucked his tail between his legs and fucked off. Yeah, tucked his old boy between his legs. <laughs> tucked his old boy between <laughs> some other people's yeah, legs. Yeah, between a lot of people's <laughs> legs. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's quite a good time of year, really, at the moment for, for sport. Um, baseball season just started for me. I'm, I'm obviously a big fan of that. Um, cricket is literally the county season starts next week. Which is just outrageous because it is still the weather. Is oh still yeah, dreadful. it's horrific. Um, like it's it's is that our the weather's meant to get quite nice next weekend apparently, but still that that out there at the moment is not cricket weather. Back and we play us. our first friendly in two weeks' time. Like it's I'm not looking forward to it whatsoever actually. Yeah. Um, Masters next week next weekend. That's going to be Masters a big one. That is perfectly timed. And it's great. So you can start that Sunday night with no issue. Mm. If, if you're not, I've, I've had to put the Sunday off, which isn't a problem. So I'm not going to miss it. So, um, but yeah, start of major season, obviously ride a cut around the corner. Um, you're gearing up for the NFL draft. The sort of running in football season. So like, yeah, the European finals coming up. The the title race in the Premier League is going to look like it's going to be interesting. And the relegation battle. You've got like the stories of like Brighton pushing for Europe and Brentford pushing for Europe. So yeah, it's it. This is yeah, like um, peak football, well not football, peak sports season. Yeah, and we'll talk about it all as we go. We're not just going to talk about memories. We'll talk sort of relevant news for a period as well, and and just sort of had fun with the podcast again. It's sort of become a bit of a chore to bubbles around the end, isn't it? Especially it obviously doesn't help when it's a losing season as well. Because it just felt like I was going on it and then winning them West Ham. Yeah, but we got lucky last year. Like we started with the year in COVID, where we sort of broke out of 
that relegation battle and then the two years that we've had we couldn't have asked for a better two years doing a podcast a shit manager apparently <laughs> I know. Don't do but, it, boys. Don't do it. The one thing I'll say is I was I've been on that case since very early on that he weren't he, he wasn't the right guy for us. Yes, he had two years and I've held my hands up, but it's time to go. We are still in massive trouble. Um and I think that's Sunday's massive. Let's talk we, we can talk about it. I'm happy to it. Sunday's a massive game for West Ham. We'll win. I think we'll be fine. You, I hate you when We're you gonna do that. We're going to win 3-0. If we lose Sunday, then I'll admit we're starting to be in trouble, but I still think we win. I hope so. I really do. Um, anything else you want to discuss? Any any other sporting memories that really stick out to any of you? I was just going to ask you, Daryl. Is there any sport you won't watch? No. <laughs> no. My current, my current thing I'm watching at the moment um, obviously, it's very big American sport time at the moment, so I'm watching March Madness. Um, well, that's got to end tonight. Oh, it's, April yeah, tomorrow. it's April tomorrow. Yeah, which is the end of March Madness, <laughs> to, uh, sort of over the weekend. And it's nice to have back someone that I got a tip early early January. Oh, cheers for sharing um, it. Yeah, I did share it. I shared it in our group chat, and you didn't back it. So there you go. I don't believe and you. I'll go back and find it if you want. I don't believe you. Um, but they're, they're in the final four. So if they win tomorrow, um, I've got some money back, which is good. Uh, obviously, the MLB season just started. Um, and it's I've been a baseball fan for about five years, and the team I follow has not been good for five years. And they're finally starting to sort of turn the corner a little bit. So that's exciting. But yeah, I watch, I watch everything. So I'm quite looking forward to doing this because I am a fan of pretty much every sport going. One would you backed? UConn. Got, yeah, I was just trying to see who they're playing. Yeah, yeah. So um, one thing that we haven't mentioned, one sport we haven't mentioned. Uh, I feel like we've all got sort of all right memories of it, um, and it's a bit more out of left field. It's horse racing. Uh, obviously, we just had Cheltenham. Um, we all had a good time with the bets on that. But Jamie, you were at Cheltenham last year. Daryl, we've gone to Ascot before. Um, yeah, like getting like having a good day out of the races is a fantastic experience. Mm. I think it also brings people together. Yeah. Because when you're all right, you're you're all backing against different horses, but for that's for two minutes of a day. Like when you when you're in that race course, you're all you're all there to have fun together. Where if you go to a football ground, there's obviously people at times that wanna that don't wanna be friendly. That's why I love horse racing. And even just at home, I love watching it. it, it is something else watching a horse run like a good horse like there's nothing there's nothing real like it and a lot of our friends like a bit of horse racing like the likes of john and that and they all say the same thing um it obviously helps having a gamble on it and having a little wager uh it's interesting but yeah it's, it's brilliant um there's the only thing with me is there's no real horse that stands out i can't think of a race where i'm like jesus christ um how good was that apart from one it was anyone else on any power i think a few years yeah. real. any any power coming down i think it was a that that day the treble that was yeah it was a massive treble on and it was it pissed him. and he was I, this altar was about eight lengths clear going into the last, and last jump and i was gonna say just yeah. tiger roll grand national back to back yeah tiger roll yeah yeah there's obviously for us the denman kato star yeah like good horses that stand out to us 
obviously we're we're far too young to remember like so red rum and yeah and horses like that so um the only other sport i'll bring up um boxing um obviously we all watch a bit of boxing um and we've all we've all had some good heavyweights in our time and some good boxers in our time we've been out and watched any any fights and any boxers that you really love or really the, really I think the thing watching. that we've all experienced is the the rise and now almost fall a little bit of AJ. Um, so yeah. after he turned pro after the Olympics and he sort of stormed through the ranks, his fight with Klitschko was fantastic. Incredible. Um, yeah. like that was his, obviously his biggest test and to come through that. Um, but I think on the flip side of that, it shows how like the losses um, first to Ruiz and now to... Um, why well, can't I think of his name? Usyk. Uh, Usyk have really hurt him because, like, it, it was on like Tuesday this week. I was just scrolling through and I was like, oh, AJ's fighting at the weekend. Like, yeah. it had completely passed me by. If he loses tomorrow, he's got, he's, he he's done retire. us. He said he'll retire. But if he wins tomorrow, it doesn't resurrect, it does resurrect think, his career. I think. But he's got to then call out one. He's got to call out Wilder. He's got to call out Fury. I think the issue... Fury the last year has been an absolute bellend. Yeah. Everyone just started to turn to favour Fury, but he's become an absolute bellend again. I think that's um, the problem with boxing. There's too much politics now. And I have to admit, yeah. like, I can't remember what the fight was, uh, but it was relatively recently, like in the last year. There feels like there is sort of corruption within boxing. And there was one fight recently where there was a clear... A clear winner was decided, but everyone who watched the fight clearly said it was the other way. I'm trying to remember what the uh, fight was. Bo- boxing's really diluted down because of the influencers stuff mm. and uh, the lower the lower boxers getting higher cards, like Jake Paul, Tommy Fury the other week. Terrible boxing match, but it got it was a big money pay per view, um, which we all watched. Could see there was one one winner. One standout winner through the fight, and it was a, it was a split decision. Yeah. Um, like boxing, and, and you can corruption in boxing's got to be there because if you go back and look at that fight, there was three judges, two are impartial, one's American, and the only one that marked that fight down for the American boxer was the American judge. Hmm. Like, why? Why is this still being allowed in boxing? Um, you don't. You only you've only had it in cricket recently because of COVID. Mm. Um, you don't allow teams uh, refs that support a certain team to ref a certain game, like to ref teams that they support. So why are we getting judges from that country judging things? It just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, um, the fight I was thinking of Josh Taylor, Jack Catterall. Uh, it was literally about. I didn't see it. It was ridiculous. I think there was a big whole discussion on judging crisis how. Everyone can seem to watch a fight and can normally come up with a relatively similar score. Yet you hear judges come up with something that just feels completely out of the water. And it does feel like boxing is struggling. And obviously you look at it and you see these lower fights, even stuff like, like, I can't remember, KSI's KSI's brother. And it's like, are people just enjoying these sort of fights because they will actually fight each other? Unlike where you see Ushchek beat Josh Earth, Fury, there's all more politics to it, and they can't seem to agree on things. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Um, two fights that stand out for me, and we watched we watched one of them up London, which I believe you was there, Mick, and um, another locally was the Fox Groves. Oh, um, I was out for it. Was you not? Yeah. It was one of our mate's birthdays, and we were at 
sort of London Bridgeway. Um, and that was a good night. That was a heavy night. Um, you obviously, as you said, uh, Joshua Klitschko stands out. Um, I, I was a bit luckier again with, with my age to see the likes of, I see the end of uh, Lennox Lewis's career um, and stuff like that, which is great. Um, I got to experience Hatton, which was an incredible time watching Hatton beat beat people he should be beating. It was also a great time watching him lose to people like Mayweather and Pacquiao at their absolute best. Um, and I'll, 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 I'll say I'll watch Joshua tomorrow night, and I'll hope I hope he wins because yeah. he's been really he's been really interesting to watch over the last five years, um, and he deserves he deserves to fight Wilder or Fury. Um, I'd rather him see I'd rather see him fight Wilder because both of them should just come out swinging. Yeah, because both of them ain't got a very good chin. Fury would night. just outbox him all night. Yeah, yeah. The the only thing that uh Joshua can hope for there is that he, he clocks him but as you've seen Fury can get up for most things. Um take a lot to keep which, him down. Which again was a great night. The Fury night, Fury Wilder night is will stand out in in a in memory for me the way he just got up in that fight and still won from round twelve. Oh, like it's just just mental. Fury Klitschko is um, another one as well when he dethroned yeah. him. Uh that was like I w- a lot of people went into that fight wanting Fury to lose just because of the persona that he was. Yeah, yeah. and by the end of the fight, I was like, you know what? Fair fucking play. Yeah. He's a great boxer. Don't get me wrong, but he's just an helmet. He really is just... And he's now becoming an issue with boxing. Um, But the the whole him and Fury contract at the start of the year or last year, where... Obviously, contracts are going to take time, and he's calling Joshua out saying he's not doing it. It just—it's just like he doesn't want to fight these people anymore because he—he he knows that in a, in a especially heavyweight, if you get clocked once, it could be over very quickly. Yeah. Um, so, um, any other sports? Don't think much we haven't covered. No. Um, yeah, F F one. I'll give a brief mention too. Uh, I like a, I like a bit of F one. My old man's a big F one fan, mm. uh, so I've been brought up watching that and. The dominance of Hamilton over the last yeah. um, sort of decade has been great for him, like British sport. Um, but now, obviously, F1's got its problems as well. It's a shame that we've not got a competitive car for Hamilton again. It's good to see Alonso coming back into it, um, like fighting it out. Been on the podium for the first two races of the season. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it's... And I think obviously, issue... F1's going through a lot of changes and politics as well, mm. like a lot of sports are. Yeah, yeah. I've got, um, I like darts. I, I know you enjoy it, probably not to the level I do. But obviously, love betting on it. I love playing it. I play. I prefer playing it, obviously, and watching it. Think, uh, but then it, we all watch the big one, big one around Christmas. Yeah, and obviously, what happened in January this year is probably the best leg of darts ever, and will never be. Proven. Yeah, that yeah, that's time. great. And the other sport that probably stands out more for me and you, Jay, because I know you're not a big fan, that is is rugby, mm-hmm. rugby union. Yeah. Um, Lions tours always grip me. I love the Lions tours. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've we've experienced a couple of really good World Cups as well. Um, yes. Being up at stupid o'clock in the morning watching <laughs> things and then being relatively pissed by nine o'clock. Yeah. Um, Twenty nineteen, the uh, when we lost South Africa in the final, and then we went off. That was one of the worst days in history. We lost the because right? we got up. Yeah, we got up, and then we all went to West Ham afterwards. We were battered. Mm. 
went to West Ham. West Ham are 3-0 down after about 40 minutes. We left. And West Ham actually were better second half. Yeah, missed two goals. <laughs> we're about to 3-2. No. If, if, if we'd have yeah. equalised, I'd probably, oh, God, I would have jumped in front of yeah. the train. But like, we've had days like that. Because one, one of my biggest memories with rugby is obviously the World Cup final in 2003, which I watched my granddad at, again, stupid o'clock in the morning. Mm. Um, and and I think the times this year are, are weird as well. Year, Japan, is it France this year? Yeah, so it's not too bad. Lost, no. uh, so we should we should have a nice one later on this year, and that's again around the same time as the Ryder Cup. It's just yeah. a shame that our rugby team is dog shit now. Like I know we've got a decent run, like we could potentially play Wales in the quarterfinals, or even worse than us. But you're looking at it going, there's at least four or five teams probably better than us right now. Yeah, there's still a bit of time though. Yeah. Um, you only again World Cups, you only need a nice run, and you get that form going. And mm. as we've seen, like with South Africa in the past, doing things that that they they didn't look that good and then winning tournaments. So, um, I think we'll call it a day there. Um, we we haven't decided what we're going to talk about in our next episode, but it'll be our, our first one, sort of covering a certain certain topic, a certain memory, um, a certain sporting event of some kind. Um, we will try down the line and sort of do things around events that are coming up. But I'm sure we'll do certain Ashes ones and uh, Ryder Cup specials and stuff like that, which which obviously pique people's interest. Um, as I said, Ryan Brewer should be joining us on certain episodes, but again, he's another one that just has a life at the moment and it's hard to get all four of us on at times. That's the thing. We're not all going to be on every episode. So it's just, just try and enjoy it and go from there. And um, yeah, it's, it's been good to be back. Yeah, it's it's nice to be back. School wish you just at least in this it will be less uh hopefully less depressing at times. Um and less, less, of, contra- less, less of controversial with shouting at each other for twenty minutes at a time. Uh, it, be a it, was, it was good though, it was good fun while it lasted. Yeah. And um just to bring it round to what you said at the start, uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, check the tape podcast, and on Twitter we're at check the tape pod. Um, I will get Instagram sorted at some point, but doesn't exist yet. Didn't Jamie say do that? Yeah, yeah but I, I need to get the login details, and I don't know them. Fair enough. We're, we're also we are still also on um, at the very end of our run with the Bubbles Pod. We joined uh, Let's Talk Sports, um, sort of their Network. their podcast and sports sort of base that they've got so we are still going to be on there i'll pass the podcast over and they'll put us on there um with the youtube link as well and hopefully with them they're going to get us on their live youtube chats as well when we do um when we do go when we do sort of record as well so we'll get some live questions and stuff and a bit of back a bit of backup like that which will be good so and you can find us at all of the um normal podcast outlets yeah i believe so be on nice. youtube obviously and all of the regular podcast platforms apple Podcasts, google podcasts uh, spotify wherever you get your podcast you'll find us perfect and we're looking at doing it sort of every two weeks but we'll we'll sort of put stuff on the social media stuff and just let people know when we are going to be dropping another pod so that is us from today um i don't really know how to end the pod anymore as it's not come on your lines. So I'm just going to say thank you for joining me and we'll see you next time.